0: Do you, need, do you want something put over it? or? no, no, no. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> Excellent start.
1: <laughs> it's a live one. <laughs> We're trying to start off like dick <laughs> Right, well, good morning, everyone. Hello.
0: Hello, good morning Naomi, how are you? I'm very well. Welcome to Emma and Naomi's Theatre Brunch. Um, we've got our mimosas in hand, we'll do our non, you can never hear our cheers, I don't think, but there's our cheers. Um, and welcome to episode two. Oh my god, we've, it's been a month already. I know, it's gone very fast. It has. Thank you to those people, I'm happy to say that more than two people have listened yeah. to our first episode, <laughs> which is what I was always worrying about um and Naomi I've got some reflections from some of our listeners oh yes let's hear them yes I'm loving this so when we um upload them now on our Instagram do follow us um it's just Emma and Naomi's Theatre Branch. yes so it's just very very easy to remember let, write your comments and any thoughts below because we love it and um, I was sending Naomi some reactions from people mm-hmm. and she was sending them to me so it was lovely so one of the ones is my lovely friend Doug good morning Doug I hope you're having a lovely theatre morning brunch um, and he was a big advocate for Daniel Mays <laughs> oh, <laughs> which no. I absolutely knew would happen and I, I'm 100% on board with so those of you who listened last time I was a little bit critical on Daniel <laughs> Mays' interpretation of Nathan Detroit in Guys and Dolls. He said he's desperate to advocate for Daniel Mays because he's seen him on stage a couple of times and wipes the floor with every other actor. Mm. He agreed that probably something went very wrong directionally. Right. Directorially, okay. um, which I totally agree with. So thank you, Doug, for that. And then the other one I got was my lovely friend Tom who saw The Pillow Man. I like the way it's always mine. Now everyone just agrees with you, that We all rock you rubbish. But uh, he saw Pillow Man. And again, we had a really lovely sort of text chat about the storytelling and how it was told. And he kind of gave it a little bit more than three stars or three mimosas, which I gave. Um, but again, loved the chat. And that really like revitalized my Friday afternoon. So thank you very much. So yeah, that's very exciting. So today, even though this is theatre brunch on a Sunday, we are actually recording this on a Saturday. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Because Naomi and I, we're off to the theatre together this afternoon. We are. What are we going to see, Naomi? We're seeing an outdoor production of Macbeth. We are. And it's with Mayhem Theatre Company. So it's an Amdram production. Um, It's outdoors at Cannesaro Park in Wimbledon, which I'm very excited to see. Mm. But this is, uh, I've seen quite a lot of amateur stuff recently, actually, because I perform myself well. Naomi and I met in a youth theatre. All those years ago. Many years ago, oh my God. I think we were like 14. Yeah, I think so. We'll talk about that on another podcast. That'll (laughs) be like the reminiscence. But one thing, Naomi, I did want to talk to you about, uh, which is something a little bit controversial, but I know, (laughs) (laughs) is uh, ticket prices for Amdram shows. I'm going to give you a bit of context of why I feel this. So we are going to see Macbeth and it is £18.50, which I think is... Not too bad. That's yeah. okay. It's at Canazaro Park, which is an outdoor production. So they've obviously, you know, it's it's quite special. I went and saw Centre Stage's production of Our House on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Which, really good show, by the way. Loved it. Um, the cast were amazing. They're really good singers and everything. However, the tickets, including a booking fee, were £24. <sniffs> Mm. And like you could buy cheaper t- cheaper seats in the in the seating. It was at the Bridewell, twenty four pounds.
1: That is a lot. Like the non
0: professional, <laughs> you know? And like, I've seen stuff at the National for twenty. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like Am Dram groups just need to be a little bit careful of pushing their prices up too much, because and this is the reason why I say this. So the production itself was great. The the cast were brilliant. What let it down? was the tech in terms of uh-huh. the main guy the main guy who played joe i couldn't hear him oh so he do you know do you know our house
1: yes i have yes i've seen the recording oh yeah mike recordings. gibson version yes the
0: original yes which i walked in and i was like i've seen one recording but yeah. so the whole idea with joe is that he you know he's it's two sides and he makes a decision and then he comes on stage and so we have lots of costume changes and the one thing I would say I loved, I loved like there was on stage costume changes, which were properly mm-hmm. love that. But that you couldn't hear him because I think his mic, everyone else's mic was on their cheek. His was like above his head. Sorry, I'm acting this out while we're doing this. <laughs> so when he started singing or any time the music came on, you could not hear him. Oh. And there's a really key bit in the play where he finds these deeds to a house, which isn't really a spoiler, but he finds these deeds to a house. And because there was music underneath, you couldn't hear it. So you missed the key... Missed the key bit. Key plot point. key. (laughs) Key plot point. This is my thoughts about Amdram and ticket prices, is that you cannot compete with professional, no matter how brilliant you are, because professional productions, generally, and again, anyone who works in professional, do, you know, tear me down on this, have at least a week of tech. Yeah. When you're doing Amdram, you are literally in, in the space on the Sunday, you are teching, sunday monday your show starts some of them start on a tuesday yeah and you just don't have that time and there was a couple of like lighting things where a guy was singing and he wasn't lit and they were playing around with like doors kept opening and then came open by accident and all these things it's because it was such a beautiful show in terms of it, it was very i thought it was very ambitious and very you know they had a cast of 26 as well oh massive cast so they had all these things but they clearly didn't have enough time to iron out all the creases yeah, and then with would-
1: Obviously, in an Amdram production, no one's being paid. So they're not like professional techies, are they? No. no.
0: It's just that lack of time to prep a show. And that's what I think. So, and that was what I was trying to work out. I was like, why are they charging so much money for an amateur show? And then I was like, well, is the Bridewell charging loads? Mm -hmm. Oh, and so this is one thing I've known because I've been in some uh, musical theatre, which is very different to plays As far as I know, the one thing I've noticed is that for um musical theatre, you have to pay a show fee per show, and they are like up to hundred well, quid to be in it. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah. So you mm. pay. So you pay your um you pay your membership fee for the year, mm. plus you pay
1: to wow. be in each show. Wow.
0: And I know the rights are really expensive because you know rights are really yeah. especially for musicals. Just felt it was a lot of money. Anyway, we went down a proper little rabbit hole there. Yeah. <laughs> but we're very excited to see my best today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the weather's looking better. I was slightly worried. I mean, like, I bought a pack of Mac. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> So, Naomi, let's go to our theatre reviews section. Um, it was really nice. Got some nice feedback that people quite like the fact that we didn't just say lovely things about everything, which I think is good. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will always be honest. We might not always be right. and People will disagree. No. Yeah, let's just
1: clear that up. We might not be right. <laughs> Although we probably are.
0: <laughs> I'll hold you to that. <laughs> okay, Naomi, what's the first one that you're going to review for us today? Okay. So
1: I, a couple of weeks ago, went to see Groundhog Day at the um, Old Vic. Yes. Um, Saturday matinee. I've never been to the Old Vic before. Lovely Lovely theatre. I
0: work there. Did you? I worked there at the front of house. Oh. Uh, You're just first person that I know that went to Groundhog Day was like, I've never been to the Old Vic before. It just, it's just so nice theatre. Yeah. Nice theatre. It's just
1: like sort of cosy and... Had a
0: lot of work done to its toilets, just going to say. <laughs> oh, I didn't go to the toilet. Did you not? Yeah, I used to work there um, as a front of house usher mm, between leaving awesome. drama school and starting teaching. So yeah. Oh,
1: great. Wow. Sometimes. Music and lyrics by Tim Minchin, directed by Matthew Walker. And I saw it, so I saw with the Andy Carl playing the main guy, I've completely forgotten them. Oh, I don't know what his name And then I had the alternate Rita, so I didn't have the Ooh. normal, because uh, it was Saturday matinee, I had... Amy Fisher was playing Arita. This show is so much fun. Aww. It is so fun. Um, great songs. Uh, Andy Carl has been doing it for years. Broadway oh. originally he did it originally at the West End the first time. Oh wow. And he's doing it again now. He must
0: be doing it. Oh my god, he must he know years, in his and sleep. Years, and years.
1: but he seems still seems to be like having a great time. Loving his life. And um, oh yeah, and it's so clever. The way they, like, when he's repeating days, but, like, quickly and quick, they use, I don't know if this is going to be spoilers, so like, sorry. sometimes you think it's him on stage, but it's obviously, it turns out, it must have been a double, because oh. he then appears back in bed and stuff. Oh, ah, cool. Um, oh, it was just so clever how they did it, and there were some really surprising moments, and the songs are really fun. Mm. And yeah, like, I mean, Tim Minchin is, like,
0: oh, the god of
1: yes, songwriting. I would say, because it's very, some Matilda-y-esque, mm-hmm. You know, music. Yeah, but like moral swearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically <laughs> Matilda, but swearing. Thoroughly <laughs> recommend. Yeah. Um, I would right. So I'm. So I'm going to give this five mimosas.
0: Oh my gosh, five mimosas. Let's drink to that. Five mimosas. Well done, Tim Minchin.
1: Just, it's only on till September, I think. But oh, it was just mm. so. If you want like a good fun
0: time comedy, effortless comedy. Mm. Go and see it. I had a very sad moment with Groundhog Day because when Lee and I got married, we were going. We went to New York for like a little mini moon because that's that's what you do, and we had tickets for Groundhog Day in Broadway, and it closed because of technical issues. Oh no! So I didn't see it. And what we ended up doing was going to see Miss Saigon, and yeah. I was so disappointed. Yeah, which wasn't as good. It's just not really I, underwhelming. No way. Yeah. Okay, so five mimosas, Tim. Five mimosas. Well done, Tim. Well done, Tim. Keep doing what oh, you're doing. By Danny Rubin. I should have said. That. Oh yes, obviously. Yeah, he gets on. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen the original film? Uh, well, of course I have. Yeah,
1: multiple <laughs> times. In fact, we we watched it again ah. after we went to see the musical because we've got the um the bug. Yeah. Would Would you say the, the is better than the film? They're different uh, like right. you can't compare can't compare i would say no you,
0: have you seen the film version of matilda yes i like haven't and everyone keeps telling me that it's on netflix it. yeah so it's really, really good. Watch it. Yes. Yes. Well, well done, Tim. Let's see what else you do. Okay. So my first one, we've got two each, by the way, um, guys, and Justin, Naomi's other half, um, recommended that we should uh, alternate our theatre reviews, which I think is a good idea. So we're going to alternate today. So my one is Operation Mincemeat. Oh, yes. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so I realised as a theatre and film lover that I love anything that's based on a true story. Mm. I love them. And Operation Mince Me is based on a true story. So I, straight away, I was like, oh my God. But to be fair, so I went to, it was at the Fortune Theatre, which is where they've taken over from Women in Black, who has been there for years. Yeah. Okay. I have taken so many groups of students to see it. Apparently, I was reading that, I think it's five years since Spit Lip, who are the company that created Operation Mince Me, have been the journey of it oh. so many people had said to me go and see it you will love it it's a really you show <laughs> So Lee and I went and saw it at Riverside and at Riverside I was like oh my god I love this show um it is a musical yeah um and the songs are very cool they've got an element of especially some of them they've have got an element of six to them oh yes. yeah it's but there's one song which is like um the women in the office who are working in the war office and that's very like six-esque and I like that a lot um and there's a song that's at the start of the second half and I won't say too much about it but it is so good <laughs> it's, it's one of those where you're like I shouldn't be laughing I shouldn't be enjoying this but it's well, just you brilliant you should be yeah yeah, yeah right exactly <laughs> be. and then but what it does is it makes you laugh and then literally pulls the rug from you and then you're crying like it's such a brilliant brilliant musical only five members of the cast and what was interesting is that so we'd seen it in the riverside and I was like I'm really interested to see how it transfers to West End because I don't know if you've seen but on the posters everywhere there's like now we've got 57 five stars we've got this five star like and it keeps getting extended, extended, extended extended which is just brilliant like I'm like yes you guys um they obviously like wrote it developed it and then they're all in it so I was very interested to see how it developed into West End. Oh my goodness, this show it is so clever. The show, the the multi-role and just the characterization of these five actors are is phenomenal. Um it's funny it's I do feel that their microphones could have been slightly louder again. You seems and your microphones. Might, me and my microphones. that could be the title of my um Emma and her microphones. Um I just feel like it's always an a contested element for me it's like if you can't hear it mm. you can't hear them speaking especially because there were some moments so one of the characters plays like the sergeant major and she performs very much like kind of Hamilton-esque so it's all kind of spoken not wrapped but it's like that idea but it's very fast and you have to hear it and I think
1: mm. you do
0: lose a few th- you lost a few things on there but it didn't matter it did not matter But what was really interesting for me was because I'd seen it in the riverside where clearly they had a little bit of a budget, but then when we went to West End, oh, my gosh, the step up in the set and everything, it just, the set was beautiful. They use it really well. It's very clever. I love it. I feel it could be up there with, like, one of my top favourite musicals, you know me. So, obviously, my favourite of all time is Come From Away. I love Come From Away so much. Um, And I've realised that's up there as well. And I was actually chatting to someone on Thursday but apparently there is now this like core fan base of Operation Mince Meats. You know, like Heather's has the corn nuts. Yeah, I wonder what the mint Operation Mince Meats will be like. The pies with minces, the minces. <laughs> the minces. <laughs> but yeah, so five mimosas, amazing, so good. I would recommend everyone to go and see it because it's just brilliant, and you'll have the best night. I hope it's going to be around for a long time. Um, well, it keeps extending. I think it's until February at the moment. February, yeah, that's great. We're I mean, considering aspects of Love of closing early. <laughs> Operation music. I think that's the development of musicals. Though, do you think?
1: Yeah, they st- start off with like a saying, or oh, we'll
0: run for three months, mm. and then oh, this is going quite well. Yeah, couple of months. Do you think as well? So this goes to a bit of a deeper question. Do you think that audiences at the minute want more from musicals now? Like it isn't just a aspects of love like yeah I don't even know what my question is well
1: I guess because there's so many good new musicals Mm. and they deserve they deserve the space yeah but for years and years, being taken up by Andrew Lloyd Webber (laughs) musicals which I'm gonna say not really a fan (laughs) of personally
0: we have been asked to do an hour special on Andrew Lloyd Webber which we will do but I actually have something I love about I love there are certain ones I love
1: more is that he so something oh, like he takes up loads and loads of um theatre space yes. when there's so many good new musicals yeah um for example *Sits*. yes you know and that builds and builds and builds and it's like, so successful now oh my god and, it's gone crazy but, and and it's just so exciting to see a new musical yeah um I would rather go and see like a new musical test it out yeah. than and like go and see another version of Miss Saigon <laughs> <laughs> phantom actually phantom i don't mind for much you know well. what
0: Lee, lee's never seen phantom and i i thought phantom was closing closed on broadway Oh, I got so confused because I thought it was closing still, the West End. Still running here. Right. She says <laughs> yeah. with <the> <laughs> Actually, I don't mind it. I No, no. It. There are some, I mean, I think when they're opening, like duh, duh, yeah. duh, 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 it does set the chills.
1: I, but I think there's space for some Android and Weber, but not, you know, four or whatever yeah. or at the same time.
0: Come I mean, on. Cats is never going to come back properly, is it? Because yeah. it's rubbish. <laughs> 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 um Yeah, Andrew, your time will come when we will do our hour special on how much... Ooh, talking of new musicals, actually, I read recently um, that Gatsby, the great Gatsby is going to be coming out as a musical.
1: Oh, because there was like a live... a sort of like... They did like an immersive thing, yeah. Well,
0: you know why this is? And this is the other thing where I think a lot of things are going to suddenly come out as like musicals and new plays um, is because there's a lot of books that are coming out of copyright right now. Oh. So one of them, which I'm... I'm, I'm adapting myself and my school and maybe we can mess around with it is 39 Steps. Oh, <laughs> 39 Steps is completely out of copyright. The original book. So obviously if you want to do the one that got written and was in the West End and had the four oh, yes. actors, which was amazing. Yeah, like I love I that. That's right. oh, so much fun. Um, you'd obviously have to pay, but what you could just do is adapt the book yeah. and cast anyone you want and, you know, change the characters or whatever and no one can say anything. So Gatsby's the new one, but I say, I say it's the new one. I think it's been out of copyright for a while. And I just feel like there's so many things. Like I saw an amazing production over lockdown, actually. They're the most phenomenal actors with the wardrobe ensemble. And they're so good. The wardrobe ensemble, if you see them, I'm slightly obsessed. They always do amazing new stuff. So, fight mimosas for Operation Mince Me. Right, Naomi, what's your next one? Okay,
1: this one. Oh my God. At the beginning of July, I saw a strange loop at the Barbican. I'm going to see this in August. I've oh, my late. God. Okay. Yay. So it's by music, lyrics, story, Michael R. Jackson, directed by Stephen Brackett. Mm-hmm. And so I saw a Wednesday matinee, which obviously, I, I, I love a <laughs> matinee. So I actually saw the, so the main character is called Usher, and I actually saw the alternate, oh. who's Kyle Birch. And it turns out it was his debut. Oh,
0: and, know oh my well. God.
1: And, and I didn't realise that.
0: But strangely it's been going on
1: for a while. Uh no, like July. It hasn't been
0: on that long. Oh, okay. I feel like It's been around. They've, they've done so much marketing for yeah. it. Well, it was
1: on in Broadway and then it closed early. Oh, no. One load of Tony's come over here. But it's only until September as well. So it's Right. I'm seeing at the very end of August. So this. I didn't realise it was his debut um until the end where he was like visibly emotional. Oh, it was so lovely. Anyway, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's just so where is it? It's that- Barbican. Barbican, that's it. Yeah, Just, I've got so many words. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sort of raw, mm. um, but it's funny. But it like it's so. It's, so the main character is it's called. Cool, he's black. He's queer. He's larger, uh-huh. um, and he's a theatre usher. And he's writing a musical oh. about being a black queer theatre usher mm. who's writing a musical, about him. and it it's so clever
0: but it's so like intimate oh and
1: the Barbican is quite a big theatre so big, it's fire, yeah.
0: intimacy in that big I mean
1: theater. I was very near the front I was like third row still uh, very so maybe that's why I thought it was intimate because i was right there right with them you're on the and it's a small <laughs> path so it's like six oh. thoughts so six actors play his thoughts Oh, cool. <laughs> um and then there's the Pym But they also take on other roles. So like, they together will play the dad or Mm. the mum, family members, lovers. Um, Mm. And it's just, oh, it just like really stays with me. Like I keep listening to the Broadway recording. Yep. And I would say like, I I would say maybe it's a show you would perhaps need to do a tiny bit of research before you go in to get the most out of it. Because there are some references to like American things.
0: Okay. (laughs) And it's
1: that? It's modern day. Oh, it is modern day. Yeah. So they talk about Tyler Perry, who's an American playwright. Oh, I didn't Well, Larry. yeah. So I've done a bit of pre-googling because, because he comes up a lot as yeah. someone like that Usher's mum thinks he should be like. Oh, OK. So like if you've done a bit of research into Tyler Perry, then it makes it slightly more enjoyable. Mm. For me, there was like a Real Housewives of Atlanta reference, for <laughs> instance, that I got. Um, you know, so <laughs> you, you watch Real Housewives all the Real Housewives. Oh, wow. Um, OK. Because when I came out, actually, I heard someone sort of complaining that they like didn't understand, right? Reference it, but she was still in the theatre, like by the seats, saying this, and I thought, at least say that till you've left the. Oh, yeah, don't I'm say
0: that. Act all the cast. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: hell. Um, but, I, but you know, because I'm slightly obsessive about things, I had already because I'd already listened to the cast recording, and I had already looked up Tyler Perry for yeah. A, but it was just so, so great. And it, it's a bit sometime esque in mm. It's So Wordy. Right. So you do you listen- hear everything. I could hear <laughs> everything then. Yeah. 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 So, you, you know, so, but it probably takes, you listen to it multiple times. Yeah. Then you get loads out of it. And it's a hundred minutes straight through, oh, no yes. interval.
0: They are by far the best theatre experience. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and also it, it, it's interesting because one of the first songs is about like how many minutes till the end of intermission. Like, <laughs> But like they don't have they don't have an intermission.
0: It's clever. It's just very very clever. Um, I, my friend Doug, um, who gave me the lovely reflection on Daniel Mays, I remember we were going to see Orlando uh, with Emma Curran in it, which was amazing. Yes. And he texted me the day of the show and went, "I've got some really good news for you. It's ninety minutes oh. no interval." And I just went, oh. "Yeah." Well, do you
1: remember when we saw come from away and we were like eighty-five uh, minutes exactly no six ninety six, minutes Six, no
0: interval. Yeah. No interval. And also, I don't know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you need an interval.
1: Oh, yeah, there is a place for an interval. Gatontog yeah. Day had an interval and we weren't mad about that. Maybe. No. That's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. Meat had an interval yeah. and you weren't mad about it. But I feel like it's when those, it's, it's those ones are like an hour and a half. Or the worst ones is when it's like two hours and you're like, you could have trimmed down half yeah. an hour in that show. <laughs> Great. Anyway, love it. Um. So, so a bit of pre-research and p- potentially needed. I mean,
1: yeah, it depends. I mean, you don't need to. Obviously, yeah. But I did, and you just get you get slightly more out of it. Maybe.
0: Mm, I might. Um. I might listen. That could be our top tip for today. If you're going to go and see Strange Loop, maybe just have a listen yes so
1: also I would say there's like strong language it's a you know it, there's mm. quite a lot of racist language yeah 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 um, so it's shocking it's really shocking mm. like I did know it was coming so I don't know how you would feel if you didn't know it was coming oh, or yeah. why would you go and see it if you were like completely oblivious to
0: I think the, some the some the people crop. would just be like oh it sounds a fun title yeah <laughs> But it
1: is really, really, it is really funny. <laughs> it's it very, very funny, mm. but it's also intense and sad and complicated.
0: So many people like I've seen on Instagram, but you know, you know, when sometimes I'm a target probably for marketing for Loop. but you, yes. I see so many like people coming out of Loop, being like, it's the most amazing yeah. thing I've ever seen and love it. So what will you give it for? Mimosas? Well, I'm going to give it five. <laughs> I'd give it more. Oh, oh my God. So this is like a plus five remote. Oh, five plus. Wow. five plus. Cheers to that. Well Cheers. done. Cheers. Cheers. Loving it. Okay, brilliant. Well, um, with tradition, obviously there are some plays we don't like as much, and I have got one. <laughs> um, I've saved for last. It's kind of linked a little bit to your comment, Naomi, about knowing something before you go in. Mm-hmm. And and how knowing something helps with your understanding and maybe enjoyment yeah. of it, and you're not becoming that horrible woman who will comment in the stalls. <laughs> of, I didn't understand that. Um. So I went and saw Tarantino live mm-hmm. at the Riverside Studios. I've done both Riverside Studio references. I do love that theatre. It's beautiful in Hammersmith, and apparently it's it's like not struggling, but it's it's one of those you know fringy venues well, it's that
1: Hammersmith. That's
0: yeah. well. And, like, the thing is, when you think about Hammersmith, you go to the Lyric, you wouldn't think Riverside Studios. Yeah. Would you? Although it is, well, I or you'd think... I was thinking we saw Sister Act at the Apollo. Mm. So while we were there that night... Blur were doing their oh, Ballad yes. of Damien, <laughs> so there was lots of people very excited to do that. Anyway, so I didn't do that. I went over to the Riverside Studios and saw Tarantino Live. Now, this was booked through a friend of mine, Rebecca. She booked it. Um, she was like, do you want to go and see it? I was like, well, I love Tarantino, so yay, let's do it. I've seen most of his films. I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen most of them. There was four of us that went, and one of our friends had only seen one oh, no. Tarantino film. <laughs> And so when I first said I'm going to go along, all I did was I looked on the link very quickly. She was like, do you want to come to see Tarantino live? And all it said was, I think I re- I read it very quickly, but it was like about like songs from the f- films, all singing, all dancing, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, great. So in my head, I think I had the idea that it would be showing extracts of the films with live music. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, like what, like, you know, like when Harry Potter, they do like the Royal Philharmonic do the whole of the Harry Potter soundtrack Are we, and like, stuff like that. like, you
1: actually thought you'd be, like, watching I don't bits, know. like, uh, the bits of the film yeah. on
0: a screen? Potentially. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I don't know what I thought. And obviously Tarantino live, it makes you think it's going to be live. But, <laughs> I yeah. I'm <am> glad Yeah, <laughs> so something's live. Anyway, when we walked in, it was set up like a cabaret. We weren't in the cabaret tables, but there was, like, a cabaret tables at the front. It looked beautiful. Like, I took a picture, and it's on our Instagram. So look at our Instagram, on our folks. You can see. Um and it's set up like a cabaret kind of setting. As we started, they started with like mums and papas, um, California Dreaming, kind of linking to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and all this kind of thing. And I was like, oh, it's gonna be amazing. I'm loving it. I don't really know how, to, I have just made the most silly face. I don't know how to really talk about it in terms of So the cast themselves were phenomenal. Um, The singing and the commitment, they really all were so committed. Big shout out to Cleo Catino, who played Butterfly, who was from Death Proof film,
1: um, kind of that.
0: Um, But she sang a load of songs throughout and I kept a sort of chat to my mate next to me. We were like, that girl with the red hair was the most amazing singer. They were all brilliant singers, they were all really good musicians. They're all young and-, yeah. and gorgeous. So I got you know, the cast themselves are brilliant. And okay, I think you have to be really careful with Tarantino because Tarantino, as director, is like gritty, hard-hitting, mm. and you know, an amazing storyteller. They used a lot of the scripts from his stuff. So, they basically did it like almost like a chronological order. They went from like Reservoir Dogs all the way through. It has made us that um, I've now got a group of us and we're all going to watch the films again. We're kind of going back to Granite Day. But the one thing that really, I just felt that the writing and the way it was put together was a bit cheesy. And the problem with that was that it just took away from anything that Tarantino has done. And I just, I just, I still don't exactly know how I feel about it, if I'm honest. But the biggest thing was, have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Yes. So you know the scene. And apologies for those of you who haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. I mean, I don't know it that well, but. Yeah, but there's a very, very famous scene where Mr. Y is just about to torture the police officer in, the, in the, the chair. Middle. Stuck in the middle. Right, Yeah. so stuck in the middle with you. It's an iconic scene. I do feel like even if you've never seen any Tarantino, you would know this yeah. scene. So they started doing it. And there's that very famous little dance that he does, mm-hmm. which is like little, like walking, I'm actually doing it here so no one will (laughs) see it but it's like this little walking like bouncy walk that he does yeah and they they didn't do it they just kind of did it as like a musical theater number and then he started singing so he mr white sang the song and i'm just like i think did they have someone like tied up ready to yeah. be tortured yeah oh. yeah so they set it all up so it's all looking so actually to be fair like they didn't shy away from like the gunshots or the shoot that you know the stabbings and all that kind of stuff they didn't shy away from that but then suddenly having Mr White who's like this terrifying character suddenly starting to sing stuck in the middle with you and then the guy who's being tortured then started singing as well I feel like if they have done it where everyone else was singing it so the people that are in the scenes don't sing Mm. that might have worked but then other scenes like Jackie Brown like I've not seen Jackie Brown which is one I'm gonna see now it's gonna be my thing she sang one of the songs and was phenomenal but she had such sass that you kind of saw it but for that iconic scene it didn't work for me so what I've Kind of taken on board from this is that if you've seen the Tarantino films, you'll be frustrated by it in terms of it's taking away from the grittiness of it. Yeah,
1: because they're they, like basically having a little duet there.
0: Right? They're literally, literally <laughs> singing at each other. It's very odd. I'm stuck in the middle with here. you, oh, yeah. And it was like, um, oh, was like, I don't know what it is. Oh, no, it was the please. That was, it. you know, the please. The guy being able to sang goodness. that. I actually,
1: I can. I've not seen it, but I can. That sounds cringy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was quite cringy um yeah that was it the guy who tortured started singing the please bit and I was like oh god and that was quite early on and you know I'm sure you've been like this when you like you've lost me yeah um and it was a little bit like that but then like my friend Amelia who came who has only ever seen one film of Tarantino came out and went I have no idea what's going on because they were flitting between all of them did it. she enjoy it mm mm-hmm. <laughs> She said it was all right. She's not a musical theatre person either, oh, okay, so I think there's that probably completely the wrong. Yeah, either. yeah. I just wasn't convinced, but I say that doesn't take away from like I always feel like the direction was really good. I thought the the show was good. I heard them all, yay! So the sound was good, <laughs> yeah. um, but for me, the writing and the putting together of the of the show was a bit weird. There was like links, obviously, because Uma Thurman plays like stuff in Pulp Fiction and in Kill Bill. And there was like a cool little link that they did where she'd suddenly like be, spoilers, dead uh, in, in Pulp oh, or yes. nearly dead. And then would jump up and be in Kill Bill. Now, I think if you don't know the links, you would be like, why is she suddenly fighting, a, using a samurai sword back to being on the floor? That, to be fair, it's unlikely
1: you'd go and see that if you had no idea about Tarantino, right?
0: unless you've sort of been unless you just be like I bought you a ticket let's go I've read some reviews and a lot of them like one of them like most of them are either like absolutely loved it for what it was or lots were saying like style over substance Mm. and I kind of feel that I agree with that I feel like it was a style over substance the way they did it was great but don't have the guy who's been tortured singing please because that just like oh and it took away from the grittiness of Tarantino so there you go. So I'm going to give it okay. a two and a half oh. mimos- mimos- mimosas. Mojitos? Mimosas. Because I feel like, because I gave Pillow Man three last time, I feel it wasn't as good. We we were chatting about this, that if anyone knows of any shows at the minute that are coming out with like one stars and stuff, things that they've seen where they're like, I'd love to see what Naomi and Emma think Yeah, that. we
1: like to see everything. Yes.
0: I'm going to The Fringe this month, yes. so I feel like my podcast next month will be all about Fringe. But I always think with Fringe, you always get some good little one stars. Yeah, more feature reviews will be coming. Go and I see. Mean, I mean, no, go and see our fun. five five releases. But Tarantino, go and see it. It's like fun. Although I don't, I think it's only on this week. Was it? Um, how packed out was it? Like, yeah, yeah or oh, not?
1: Do you know? Because I've seen some Instagram of it, and it looked mm. full. But that, it, that was just from the yeah. floor.
0: We well, went. Bit. Yeah, so the cabaret bit is really yeah. spread out. Really. really spread out the site. so basically you get your ticket then you just sit wherever if you're up at the top like oh, okay, you get yeah. given like you're mr brown or mr blue or mr like so your different seating areas but yeah when we went in the ushers were like sit anyways <laughs> so we well, I mean, you
1: want all these shows to do well like i know, you know
0: you i know, do that's the thing you should go and see
1: all sorts of things mm. because then you know then you can yeah you can decide for
0: yourself what is good and what isn't and that's both yeah. the of life spoke to someone about it a couple of days ago and she was like oh the riverside aren't doing that well I went well we helped the bar so yeah <laughs> riverside's a nice I saw you in Saladay oh right yes. There, yes, professional production oh, of Days that Emma was in
1: yeah um it's cute like it's yeah. nice but it's Quite a specific
0: type of space. Talking of it? prosecco, we need to top ourselves up. Uh, we are, we are, yeah, we need at the end of our bottle of prosecco here, guys. Doing well. Um, <laughs> so this kind of leads me on actually quite nicely to our big theatre question, our BTQ <laughs> of the month. Um, so I'm excited for this, Naomi. I'm going to do our question, and then while you're contemplating, I'm going to give you a bit of context as a way. Sure. And then I'd love to know your thoughts. So, what role do snacks and beverages play in enhancing the overall theatre experience? Oh, that's quite a mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I have a couple of examples that I would like to put in first. Yes, please. That was Naomi asking me if I wanted orange juice in my room. I do. Um, so. If I've gone to the theatre and I'm having a glass of wine, um, and if especially if it's a matinee, I do like some crunchy crisps or something with it. I just, I don't know why. Okay. It just feels a thing. Um, But being a teacher, that is my biggest bugbear of my students. Yeah, okay. And I always tell them before we go into anything... And to be fair, theaters are very good with this as well. They're like, if you are wrestling sweets, we will like if we ask you three times, we will ask you to leave. And I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and um, to be fair, Woman in Black was the worst one. They were like, if you do any sound, we have to I tell agree. you to be quiet. You will be. But up that's sweet. great. That is actually hundred percent yeah. because obviously, you know, kids are kids and they're learning theater etiquette and you know blah blah. So I used to absolutely hate because I love a crisp, but crisp packets in theater. Oh, that or wow. sweet rappers or sweet. Like oh my god, they used to do me, do my head in. What I've noticed now is that a lot of theaters are either doing a box of crisps. Yes, I was going to say are yes. delicious. Tina, have, you had, have you had the tins of crisps? No, they're like I can't. Remember, they're like Worcester like a Worcester company or something. They are delicious. They're fan- yeah, they're fancy crisps. They're fancy they? crisps, um, but they are delicious. And the other thing I've noticed is like pick a mix in a little container. Yeah, so that changes the whole like, you know, all that kind of thing. um the other things I've noticed is um, there's quite a lot of non-alcoholic fizz now around. Mm-hmm. So Duke of York, um, for my birthday this year, I went and saw Shelley Valentine with Sheridan Smith. Oh, yeah. She was amazing. And I had gone out for dinner and then my other half like, doesn't drink that much. And it was like a Thursday where I'd have to get off to school the next day. So like, well, I've had a cocktail. I'd actually quite like something fizzy, but... And they did, and I think it was something like £12 a glass. It's still expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Absolute. expensive. <laughs> but the way they advertise it is like, this is the non alcoholic champagne. And I was like, yeah, it's my birthday. I'm sorry, £12. But, £12. Um, no. but this is the thing. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the Royal Albert Hall, and um, mm-hmm. it wasn't theatre, I went and saw Tori Amos um, mm-hmm. at the Royal Albert Hall. And I went with my friend Rebecca, and we were both going to, I was like, let's have a glass of beers because, you know, we're seeing Tori Amos. Um, we went to the champagne bar, and one glass of champagne was going to be twenty-one pounds. No, twenty-one pound for one glass. No, hello, no. <laughs> I mean, I know there's markup because it's theatre, but bloody Did you it? no, no. I no. No, ended up having a glass of rosé for like yeah. nine quid. A flat wine. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need fears. I just have a glass of rosé. So that was something I found recently. I went to the witness for the prosecution at the yeah. um the courts in waterloo and i bought like a wine my crisps and i bought a soft drink and it was actually quite cheap they were quite they were quite mm. reasonable but the other one that i love is at the bridge theatre have you been to the bridge theatre no oh my god it's the most beautiful theatre that's where guys and dolls yeah yeah I live quite close. yeah oh my god Naomi come on you've got to yeah, yeah. I actually I do need to go um as you walk in it's all the lights there's all these hanging lights I mean I've walked past it yeah
1: it's beautiful and it does look lovely yeah
0: well what if I told you that they did hot madeleines, <laughs> they do hot like little madeline yeah. you know the biscuity cake-y the thing. thing yeah. yeah they sell them as a theatre snack Soft. Soft Madeline's and they are delicious. And they also have a really good um I went with my friend Doug um to see a Simon Ross and bill play a couple of about a year ago, I can't remember the name. Um but they did some really nice non-alcoholic beers there. They do one called Days, which is actually like a really nice one. Anyway. So that is like London, but I want to give you a comparison. So I went with my mum and my dad because my mum and dad are big theatre supporters, um, obviously because they have me as daughter. And um, we went to the Oast House in Raynham in Kent. It's this tiny little theatre. It's like an Andran theatre. It's an adapted Oast House. It's so cute, like it's gorgeous. Yeah. I was like right I'll buy the I'll buy a round of drinks so there was five of us and I bought like two bottles of like little bottles of wine I bought non-alcoholic like cider non-alcoholic beer and I bought an ale how much do you think my round was well I feel like it's going to be cheap for me (laughs) yeah well I am setting it up yeah I should have not said anything Uh,
1: okay so 20
0: 13 pound Ten drinks, buy one glass of champagne. You know, for ten drinks, I can literally buy a bottle, of glass of fizz at the roll out hall. Thirteen pounds.
1: Thirteen English pounds. I know,
0: and I was literally like, "That is insane." Oh my god! But the ironic thing about it was, then to buy an ice cream, it was like three pounds. <laughs> so <laughs> like the alcohol is cheap, but yeah. So anyway, what is your what what is what are your thoughts okay. on? beverages snacks drinks at theatre do you bring in your own like what do you do okay
1: well first of all I would never eat or buy a snack at all like I've never eaten in the theatre never no I mean because you know I eat before I go and eat afterwards I don't need to eat during that's true drink however yes Mm. so so groundhog day I had a drink before we went in and then my boyfriend got me one at the interval Yep. Just like a small white wine. I, th- I actually, it, I think the small white one is about five pounds, which I bad. think is probably not so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd often get probably one drink, even if I'm on my own, I'd probably get one glass of wine before. Mm. But they usually, it would be under eight pounds probably, yeah. and I think that's fine. Mm. But do you remember when we went to see Carrie... Yeah. Fletcher at the Palladium. Oh, I love. Her. We love. Car- we will do also do a oh one-hour oh, podcast on how much we, we love, love Carrie her. Hope Fletcher.
0: we have um, seen Crown jewels in September, so we're very excited to see her
1: But but then because there was that queue to go in, and we're like, we'll go to the pub. But oh so we've we so yes. had a really good bargain deal at ping pong beforehand. Oh,
0: to for today. Oh my gosh, really good pre-theater. Yeah. Well, my, actually, my, this
1: is one of my mum's things. Like, you should say we're to where to go. go yeah where to go okay Hello. so you're
0: seeing theatre at the Palladium so that was it so you had to eat before six but
1: do it at ping pong because it's 50%
0: off pretty much everything uh, including uh, bottles uh, of yeah. wine so we
1: made. so basically we had this amazing deal at ping so pong good. and then we went to a pub because we were like well, we can't we don't need to queue in this massive queue to get yeah, Palladium queue. and then I bought like a glass of wine and it was like two
0: bucks. so apparently this is a thing that at ping pong between four and six every day
1: uh, like
0: Monday to Thursday or... Oh, hang on we saw Carrie when did we see Carrie it was a weekday was it oh it might have been yeah but what we did was we got in early so we I think you finished work a bit earlier and I yeah, left no, it here, there. uh we met up by like four
1: past five
0: that's it yes and then we just ordered loads before six o'clock yeah and they were that, you like know, done. they
1: were like the, the waiter was encouraging it
0: yeah come on half price on a bottle of wine Woo! it was like, like 13.50 for a bottle just... of wine yeah Exactly, essential. Ten 000 a glass, <laughs> unbelievable.
1: So yeah, don't go to that pub. No, the Palladium. It's a bit.
0: <laughs> or if you do, don't get a large glass of wine. Oh, was it large? Yeah, it was Yeah, it no, was. Yeah, you have to. And um, so we bought. um So when we were at the Riverside for Tarantino, we um, we got there early and had like pre dinner and some like dinner and um drinks and uh, but yeah it was nice they were like little sharing platters and stuff so I could recommend if you're going to go to see anything at Riverside there was two cinema there as well so you mm. can do that and then go and get some new, nice food but the Prosecco was quite expensive to be fair it was like yeah. £38 a bottle was it yeah That's problem like the is boss. once you have one you're yeah, like Let's one. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, i tell you where is very good um is Questers over in Ealing so that's another, like, they're an Amdram company, but they own their own space, which is always... I feel like that's when they ch- they're they able to charge the cheaper drinks, is when you own the space mm. already. So I think Putney's quite good with that as well, like Putney Arts Theatre as well, where the, the drinks are a little bit cheaper, and um, it's when you own your own space. Is that where you did Big Fish? Yes.
1: Yes, we yes, me and my friend Jack. I mean, we went to see Emma in Big Fish. You were
0: very, very... <laughs> I saw you after.
1: Got some bottles of wine.
0: Ooh. Yeah, it wasn't, like, extortionate. Okay, so we have okay, so let's recap. Like my sister, my sister Lindsay. Hi Lindsay. Um, she said that she'd love like a little recap at the end of a podcast to be like, what have we talked about? And I think that's quite nice. Yeah. Roundup. A little um, roundup. Round so we've got some really good theatre recommendations. So Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. if you can get there, when they, when's that when does that close? Like end of September. End of September. So you have got some time. So's the Strange Loop. Strange Loop. So get those quickly. Mince Meat, you've got more time. Yeah. Tarantino, no idea where that's going. So it might come to a business, EU, but I, I mean, yeah, ah, oh, such so <laughs> a shame because they were so they were so invested. You know, when you're like you're just seeing, a, yeah, a but company. they're professionals and they're being paid to do. But I mean, come on, <laughs> God, your book ticket sales, probably not that much. But
1: oh god, uh, but yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I strongly, strongly recommend seeing A Strange Loop if you can. Yes. because so good, and I don't know if it will come back. Mm. Hello, go and see it.
0: I can't believe though that it got Tony Awards. And I then and I put, all of it, it must have been. For I have to say, yeah, can we just do a kudos to Naomi? Like, she's got this whole research notes her, and I don't, <laughs> which you can probably tell by what I'm, I'm saying. My pen on a lanyard. <laughs> We've made it if we pen on a lanyard. <laughs> soon, soon it's going to be a lanyard with our podcast on it, oh, and then okay. that'll be very exciting. Um, yeah. anyway, yeah, so round up. So, we, yeah, those are the big theatres that I think would be really good. Maybe Strange Loop or tour.
1: It could do, it yeah. could
0: do. Oh, that's the one thing about touring. Actually, uh, Women in Black is now touring, um, and if you've not seen Women in Black. It's kind of like your of, like a rite of passage when you're a kid to go and see Woman I've in Black. I've
1: seen, I've seen the film, but
0: oh, I haven't no, seen it. Oh, oh, I'm quite surprised by that, Naomi. Uh, Emma sees the plays. I'm making you see plays today. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you've not seen uh, Woman in Black, I would say go and see it. It's a very, very wonderful production. It's very similar to like the Inspector um, in Calls, where it's one of those traditional ones, and you know, you just see it. It's it's great. It's really good. So that is touring, um, which is great. Yeah, and then our uh, tip, I think, is going to be about yeah, go to ping pong. If you're gonna <laughs> go to any theatre and you can get, if you're going yeah. to theatre in the evening, but you can get to a restaurant before, say, half five. Yeah, try ping pong. But for a ping pong. Yeah, because you can't get everything half price, but it's a lot. Like we what? were stuffed. Yeah, we yeah we properly went mad.
1: Oh, that was such a that entire evening was so great. Well, I just need to come back to it because it's Carrie Hope Fletcher. We will we'll talk
0: about Harry Hope Fletcher later maybe that for me once we talk about crown jewels and then we yeah. can maybe do it okay so i hope you have a lovely rest of your sunday thank you for listening thank you
1: for joining us
0: and uh, we'll see you later bye,
1: bye. bye.